This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Well, it's a big week for your Philadelphia Eagles. They got the New England Patriots Sunday at Lincoln Financial Field. And the week is already off to a good start for them. In fact, maybe even a great start because the Dallas Cowboys lost on Sunday night football to the Minnesota Vikings 28-24. That puts both of them at 5-4, and four, even though the Cowboys currently hold the tiebreaker. I got the Hall of Famer from WIP and NBC Sports Philadelphia, Ray Dininger, on the line to break it all down. Good morning, Ray. Thanks for joining us. What stood out to you in last night's loss for Dallas? Um, well, obviously, the, what it meant to the Eagles uh, and what it meant to the Philadelphia fans. Uh, <laughs> Um, even if the Eagles aren't playing, Philadelphia fans can get uh, can can have a real joy ride if they watch the Cowboys lose, and they did last night. It was a really good game, uh, and I thought it was the game I was looking forward to the most uh, because the Vikings and the Cowboys are are both very viable postseason teams, and this was an important game for both of them too. And it was a, it was a really good back and forth kind of game, and um, in the end, on that last possession, you kind of got the feeling the Cowboys were moving it down the field and were going to score and pull it out, and uh, some curious play calling down in the red zone uh, and some good defense by the Vikings allowed them to get out of there with a really, really big win. But a big win for them and without even playing, a big win for the Eagles. Yeah, most definitely. Why do you think the Cowboys had such an issue running the football? Zeke Elliott had only, had only 47 rushing yards and 20 carries, and uh, Dalvin Cook had, off the top of my head if I'm correct, 120 more yards from scrimmage than Zeke. Right. Uh, well... That was to me. That was the biggest surprise of the game was that they, the Dallas running game and Zeke Elliott got totally shut down by the Vikings defense. But the Vikings have a good defense, and um, they made that. That was their commitment in this game. That they uh, coming into it, it was obvious that they decided that they weren't going to let Zeke Elliott beat them, and they were going to kind of put the pressure on Dak Prescott. They're going to concentrate everything on stopping the run and make Prescott throw the ball. And to Prescott's credit, he had a really good game and threw the ball and and got some points, but. I really do think week in and week out that the greatest offensive threat that the Cowboys pose is their offensive line and their running game. So if you're a defensive coordinator, that's where you start. And uh, the Vikings did a really good job on that. And on the other side, Dalvin Cook, is this is just a continuation of a really big year for him. I mean, he's he was a really good player coming out of Florida State. I think everybody knew that. But his first two seasons in the league, he had a lot of injuries and was, wasn't able to put a whole lot of whole lot of good games together, but it was just a question of him getting healthy, and he's been healthy this year, and he has played really, really great to this point, and yesterday was probably his best game yet. Now, Ray, let's take a quick look around the NFL. Uh, what stood out to you in the in the earlier games, in the 1 o'clock and 4 o'clock games? Well, it was nice to see snow in Green Bay. Uh, I, I never really think that the football season is fully fully official and fully underway until you see snow in Green Bay, and you saw, and you saw it yesterday. Um, and you know, the, the Packers continue to roll. I mean, they're they're not uh, an offensive juggernaut. I mean, they, their offense kind of sputters, and uh, and Aaron Rodgers is not having a typical Aaron Rodgers year. But you look you look around right now; they're eight and two, and that was a big win for them because Carolina is a team that came in pretty hot, and uh, at five and even at five and four now, they're still a playoff team. So that was a 
a really good game. It came right down really to the last play. Christian McCaffrey trying to squeeze his way into the end zone at the end and getting stopped. So so that was a really good game. And then uh, a couple of big upsets. I mean, the big, the biggest upset, obviously, was Atlanta, which mm-hmm. absolutely looked dead in the water, going on the road as a 13-point underdog against a red-hot Saints team uh, and winning, uh, and winning convincingly. I mean, that was a surprise. And then the big game, um, the other big game was Kansas City, which was a really dramatic, exciting, high-scoring, offensive shootout kind of game uh, that ends with uh, the Chiefs losing. And the Chiefs have been uh, the Chiefs have had their troubles. I mean, they got met Patrick Mahomes back, and Patrick Mahomes threw for 446 yards, but they still wound up losing. And you know, Andy Reid, I think he's got his offense in place, but I think he's got he needs to really work and tighten up that defense if they're going to go anywhere in the postseason. And, and the Rams lost too, Ray. They're five and four, just like the Eagles. Uh, how surprised are you at their performance? Um, I wasn't that surprised. I, I kind of, I, in fact, I, I told some people I, I thought that Pittsburgh was going to win that game. Because the Steelers are coming on, and um, and they're they're tough playing at home. It's that's really a, it's a tough game coming from California to come into Pittsburgh this time of the year and play. Uh, and the Steelers are starting to gain some confidence. You know, Mason Rudolph, the quarterback, has taken over for Ben Roethlisberger and uh, kind of taking control of that job. Uh, and he's played really well, and they've gotten better by the week. And uh, this was a big game for the Steelers to kind of come back and let everybody know that they're they haven't packed it in for this season. And the Rams have been very up and down. I mean, they've got, if you look at their roster, they've got a lot of talent. I mean, they've got a lot of really good players there. But they've been inconsistent. I mean, some weeks they've looked like the team that went to the Super Bowl last year, and other weeks it just hasn't happened. And a lot of it is the quarterback. I mean, Jared Goff has been hot and cold. And uh, yesterday, I had a feeling. I, had, I just had a feeling that the Steelers were going were gonna to beat them. And, uh, you know, right now, if you're the Rams, you're... You're five and four, and you're kind of scratching your head. It's a big game in the uh, in the NFC West uh, tonight when you got San Francisco taking on Seattle. That's those are two teams that really are, really are thinking about the postseason, and obviously the 49ers are the last of the unbeaten. So this will be a good test for them against the Seahawks. Yeah, agree with you on that, uh, Ray. Let's circle back to the Eagles. Um, so they got the Patriots this week. It's a huge game. Seven games to go, starting with New England with the Dallas loss. Even though the Cowboys have that tiebreaker currently, it kind of feels like to me that the Eagles have, and this is a cliche, but the Eagles have control of their own destiny. Do you, do you agree with that? Uh, I do. Uh, I do. Because if you, if you look at the schedules for the rest of the way, look, the Eagles, we all know they've got two tough games coming up. The Patriots are going to obviously be tough, and the Seahawks. Even though both of those games are in Philadelphia, they're against really good opponents. But on the other side of that, I mean, you've got two with the Giants, you've got the Dolphins, you've got the Redskins. Very, very winnable games. Um, I think it's for the Eagles and for this really for the division for the NFC East. I think it's really going to come down to that game back here in Philadelphia at the end of the year when uh, when Dallas comes in. I think they're, they're they're probably going to be within a game of each other. They might be tied with each other. Who knows? The Eagles might be a game ahead and a position to put the Cowboys away. But um, if you look around, I, I I just get the feeling that there's not going to be a wild card team coming out of the NFC East. I think it's going to be the winner and the winner only. Uh, and I think the winner's going to be determined when Dallas comes to Philadelphia in December. And hey, that's great. I mean, if you're a football fan with the Eagles, and I mean that's what you always that's what you always hope for. Nothing nothing better nothing better than a big game with the Cowboys at the Link in December. Abs- I think we're definitely going to have that. Absolutely, absolutely, Ray. And, and in terms of this week with New England coming up and and the the players getting back to the Novacare complex today, the coordinators talking today. Uh, what are you hoping to learn about the Eagles this week, leading up to that big game, four twenty five Sunday in South Philadelphia? 
Well, first, with, with the Eagles this season, first thing you got to wonder about is the health. You know, who's, who's going to be available, who's going to be ready to play, and how healthy are they going to be? Um, they're getting healthier now. I mean, the last couple of weeks you've gotten some of your defensive players back. I mean, Jalen Mills is back now. Ronald Darby is back now. Uh, Avante Maddox should be back. So the secondary should be healthier than it's been. Uh, and that's where you start. I mean, who's, who's up and who's ready to go? And then... And then you just got to face the prospect of, of how do you deal with the how do you deal with the Patriots? The you know they had had the, defensively they had been just about the best team in the league for most of the season until their last game uh, when they got uh, when they got kind of run over by the Ravens. And there's some stuff there when you're watching the film. And Doug Peterson will have had two weeks now to study the film that you can see there there are some weaknesses in that Patriot defense, largely in terms of their run defense and. Uh, the Eagles have shown the ability to run the ball the last couple of weeks. So the question is, is Doug Peterson, a coach who is basically a passing coach by nature, is he willing to tailor his offense to attack the Patriots at the place where they seem to be the most vulnerable, which is stopping the run? The Eagles' offensive line is playing well. They've got uh, Sanders and Howard are both running the ball really well. Uh, running the ball might be the way to go against the Patriots this week, but uh, that's for the coaches to decide. But I know, I know this. Coming off a bad performance with two weeks to prepare, you're going to get the best of Bill Belichick and Tom Brady, so the Eagles better be ready to go. Absolutely. Well, Ray, uh, you kind of previewed uh, Sunday's game a little bit right now, which was great, and we're going to preview it even more in four days, Friday morning, when we talk to you again. Thanks for the time, as always. Talk to you later this week. Always a pleasure, David. Talk to you Friday. Talk to you Friday, Ray. Same here. Ray Dittinger of WIP and NBC Sports Philadelphia. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law